the Boogie Monster with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. We can finally, once and for all, find out what happened with Judas Priest. Whether they broke up by themselves or they were pushed out by outside forces like uh, the government. The Boogie Monster. Podcasting the Unknown. Mmm. Mm-mm. You okay, buddy? Mmm. Um, that, that's making... That's yum. Oh, are we going? Yeah. Oh, okay. That should just be the cue from now on. Mm-mm. Dinner bells. <laughs> Dinner ring, bells. A, ring a ding ding. How's it going, buddy? It's good. We're on battery power. Yeah, we almost uh, lost that last one. Yeah. Goddamn Santa Ana winds blowing through here like a like the hot fart of God. You know, we talked about the hand of God, but what about his other body parts? Nobody ever talks oh, about what the other parts of God are doing. God, you're such a poet. Yeah, that's what I do. Oh, Mark. that's great. The hot fart, hot fart of God. Uh, <laughs> Good one, buddy. Rye whiskey <laughs> is now in me. <laughs> um, Welcome to the Boogie Monster. It's uh, Dave Stone, Kyle Kinane. That's us. Yes, good day, good evening. Thank you for choosing us for your listening pleasure. Yeah, and seriously, thanks for choosing us. Getting so much uh, positive feedback from yeah. uh, the listeners. And I know, and, and I'll admit, like sometimes I, we get inspiration for what to talk about from other podcasts. We're mm-hmm. not trying to be redundant or, or, or like taking their research, but the yeah. conspiracy theories are out there for the taking. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> if you're a weirdo and you want to get into that stuff, and so I listen to other conspiracy theory podcasts, hopefully. If you like the stuff we're talking about, go listen. There's some other great ones out there yeah. that are much more informed and uh, dissected. Mm-hmm. I just don't think they're as fun. It'll I don't ha- think they're as fun as old Kyle and Dave getting It'll at have you. our charm. Yeah, you ain't getting a goddamn recipe <laughs> out of that stuff. But, oh, uh, but yeah, so I, I know that there's a lot of stuff out there. So I take a moment of thanks for choosing. Thanks yeah. for choosing us. Yeah, seriously. I uh, do appreciate that. A lot of... A lot of positive feedback on the old Twitter, and people still uh, emailing us for that biscuit recipe. Yeah, and, uh, I'm going to have to put a, a moratorium. Oh, man, yeah. Is that right? Moratorium? I think an so. Ending? What's a, I'm trying to think of a big word for ending, and I might have mm. fucked it up. That sounds good. I get, I'll get. i start – I'll get to a point like, I know the word for this. I mean, because vocabulary – I think it's fun to have new words and use something different to describe mm-hmm. something you're going to describe every day anyway. Mm-hmm. You get stuck. It makes life boring when you're yeah. stuck with the same uh, small spectrum of words. But then I'll use one incorrectly. I was at a table at that hunting lodge for that show. And it's all like millionaires and stuff. And mm-hmm. they, I feel like, well, but it, it is all – I was making some statement about that or whatever. But, and then it came down and be like, yes, but it is all – Objective, and I realized I was supposed to say subjective, and I just shut up right there. I, I get like, those God confused. damn it! I was doing so good with words, and yeah. then I just I get those you, confused. Oh. Uh, like I know them, but in the moment during the sentence, I'm like, which one? Which one? Which one? Yeah, yeah. I, I beefed it in front of millionaires. That was one of the first jokes I ever wrote and performed on stage, and it never uh, worked. I know, I know which one. Wait, how, I, how, how, I go. I am. Said um, I'm not super smart. I'm not really good with words. I don't have a good, um, uh, I don't have a good uh, <laughs> vocabulary. <laughs> Never got a laugh. There's, it's a solid uh, joke. There's a guy. There's uh, my friend Eric Acosta who writes for. Uh, I think he writes for Rick and Morty now, but he always had a joke. He's like, I'm just, I'm not good at comedy. You know, comedians always use metaphors. And metaphors are hard. You know, it's like difficult because, like, I'm, like, I'm like an orange that's like a. 
I don't know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it just comes upon it so simply. <laughs> that one always got me. Oh, that's funny. So, well, let's, uh, yeah, anyway, so thanks for choosing the Boogie Monster. We're back in the stride of things. And uh, you got any, uh, let's, get, let's get to the food. Okay. Because this is part two. This is part two yes. of last week, yeah. Pizzagate. We need some levity. has nothing to do with pizza and everything to do with the horrors of mankind. But before then. We need to lighten it up a little. How about some tasty, tasty eats? Dude, I had no hype. The best chicken sandwich right. of my life. All right. A lot of buzz about this joint in yeah. Los Angeles. I've been hearing about it for a few months. I've been hearing about it. And you got to uh, wait in line. you got to wait in line. I waited an hour and ten minutes with our buddy Brian Cook, which made it feel like three hours and ten minutes. No shit. <laughs> I love Brian. But- How the hell did he get past ten minutes <laughs> without punching somebody and getting arrested? Uh, Brian, is he's a great dude. He is... Um, I don't know if he feels the same way about me, but he's he's my uh, go-to when I got a <laughs> vent. When it's like, all right, I need to talk some shit. I got to get some stuff off my chest. Yeah. Brian's great for that because he yeah. loves. He's got. So we're talking about though. Fritz has opinions. Oh, Brian has opinions. Yeah. So uh, for an hour and ten minutes, we stood in line at Howlin' Rays. I'll say it again since you coughed. Howlin' Sorry. Rays, Nashville hot chicken. Okay. Here in Los Angeles, uh-huh. Chinatown. Now, have we talked about Nashville hot chicken? Well, we've uh, mentioned Gus's almost limitlessly. Yes. Now, Gus's is not Nashville hot chicken. It's spicy. It's a little spicy. And it's uh, from Nashville. Uh, it's from Memphis. It's where they Memphis. started. Close oh. enough. Close enough. Don't um, get your Memphis spicy chicken and your Nashville hot chicken. Exactly. Confused. Nashville hot chicken is kind of a trend right now in the uh, culinary world, uh, but it's been around for years in Nashville. Um, it's kind of hard to describe. Some people think it's just fried chicken with wing sauce dumped on top, and that's not exactly true. It's not exactly mm. false, but it's, there's so much more to it than that. Uh, mm. Nashville hot chicken is fried chicken, just classic <clears throat> sure. fried on the bone chicken. Pre-approved. Yeah. Uh, legs, thighs, breast, wings, you know, your classic fried chicken. But then it is slathered in this, can be incredibly spicy hot sauce. Not necessarily mm-hmm. hot sauce, but a hot sauce. Um, it's it's, it's kind of like a wing sauce or a hot sauce, but it's typically it's kind of a hot sauce that's been beefed up with like lard. Even though that sounds weird, like okay. people don't like to think about lard so it's anymore. It's a hot fat sauce. It's a it's a goopy <laughs> hot fat sauce. Oh, uh, crazy uh, spices, uh, a lot of cayenne, a lot of okay. uh, just different types of like intense spices. And most places, uh, including Hal and Ray's, uh, will have several degrees. Yeah, it's just so, not an out of the bottle type. Thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, and that way, uh, there's a whole thing now. There's a certain type of Dude who who takes pride in how hot he can eat shit. You know, we may have talked about that. Like yeah. like uh, when you did the the spicy news. You yeah. know, people are, I'll eat ghost peppers and yeah. all these peppers. Like, okay, well that's great. When tell me I, how cool you are when you're in the hospital with a with your esophagus burned out. I think it provides like a serotonin rush though. Mm-hmm. It does. Yeah. It does appeal to like like I think there's a chemical mm-hmm. attraction to it. Because I, yeah. I love spicy stuff. I don't need a yeah. like I'm not trying to win a contest. Yeah. But some guys But will. I'll eat hot stuff. I yeah. I like 
what it does. Like we we're talking about with my chili, get that back of the head mm. sweat. The your the back of your head and your neck. Just it's a different yeah. type of heat. It's a deep heat. Dave Stone's neck sweat chili. <laughs> New with hot fat sauce. <laughs> There's a t shirt. Neck sweat chili. <laughs> Anyway, that ne- sounds like one of those junior high sex terms. <laughs> I gave her some neck sweat chili. <laughs> but uh, obviously originated in Nashville. Uh, Prince's hot chicken is kind of uh, known as, as the originator of that uh, style of chicken. Uh, and I've been to Prince's been in to Nashville. Prince's, yeah. uh, solid. I prefer in Nashville, I prefer Hattie mm-hmm. B's. Um, Hattie B's just so good. Just in, in the sense that Prince's is good, but it's like. Um, I don't know. It's only chicken. Like yeah. they don't really put a lot of emphasis on like, anything else. I feel else. we've discussed these chicken yeah, places. We have. Um, but anyway, just to refresh people's memory on what Nashville hot chicken is, there's the new one in town here, or maybe the only one as of right now. Yeah, Howlin' Rays. Howlin' Rays, and in it Chinatown. was incredible. Uh, like I said, waited an hour and ten minutes, and uh, I got the two piece dark and the sandwich. Of course. Now. You the chicken itself was amazing, but there was just something about this sandwich. It's like a – it's in the style of a Chick-fil-A sandwich, a uh, fried – A lot of hatred. Breaded and fried. Yeah, it's like a Chick-fil-A without the homophobia, uh, but just a Chick-fil-A sandwich on steroids. Sandwich tastes like dicks going in pussies <laughs> the way God wants. <laughs> it was literally uh, – almost literally. I'm not just hype twice the size – of a Chick Fil A sandwich, yeah. so that gives you like a, a po- chicken breast. You got chicken. It breast was a chicken breast, breast, but it was just a crazy giant, yeah. thick chicken breast. And then they have, uh, I think they have six different levels of heat there. And I okay. went with the medium, which was real hot. Number but, three, uh, number three, <laughs> but real hot, real spicy, but without the hiccup. So uh, did, I've talked, did, I've did talked about you. the hiccups. We heard here. the hiccups. Yeah, we heard we the gotcha. hiccups. I got, I got two more jars. My salsa <laughs> of the month. I've been behind. So I've been traveling. I got salsa of the month here, waiting for. Uh, just Dave Stone stutter of approval. Oh my! It was, it was unreal. Like it was right. an experience. And Did you I go on a weekend or a weekday? I went on a weekend. Uh, that's why we had to wait so long. You, you probably are, you are a sadist. Yeah, as we covered in the last episode, <laughs> you love. But it was worth it. It was worth it. Uh, hour and ten minute wait. Uh, probably from what I hear, a lot lesser of a wait during the week. They're uh, they're not open. Um, Monday and Tuesday, so they're open Wednesday through Sunday. I wonder if starving yourself is a form of sadism. I don't know. That's... Or if like that's a fetish, where it's like you don't want someone to whip you or burn your skin, but you just want to see them eat. Like you would get like a woman in all just in latex, just eating like Hattie B's and like dropping it on the floor, and not finishing it in front of you. I don't know if you remember a couple of years ago during my raw vegan smoothie cleanse, the, the 90 days. The you, 90, you did. You did. You're like, let me watch you. And it. I literally just wanted to watch because it was like – it was – It I was just weird, want, man. It was a weird time because you – I just wanted to be around it. It's like I, I can't have this food, but I still want to be in its vicinity. Like people that want to smell cigarette smoke. Yes, exactly. That's exactly but what But you look like it was lascivious yeah. the way you would look. Well, it was twofold. It, it was, was hard to watch you watch me eat food. <laughs> it was. It was. I still wanted to be around it, but also it was like, all right, I'm going to embrace this. I'm going to embrace this. Yeah. Deprivation. Yeah. Speaking and, of uh, coveting the things you can't have, let's yeah. talk about pedophilia. <laughs> no, we don't have to jump into it yet. But I was like, I was oh. like, man, I wish Woo. we were at the end of us talking about food because that's a good segue. So and, anyway, uh, yeah, I'll shut up about Howlin' Rays, but no, I can't, I, can't I, recommend. The, the, I literally get over the there. best chicken sandwich I've ever had. All right, uh, giant. 
uh, fried chicken breast, and, and they used the whole like. And no, number three was real hot. It like, was real no, hot, like, but not too hot to where I couldn't enjoy it. Like there, I've had certain okay. levels where it's like. I'm not quite hiccuping, and I can actually eat this, but it's yeah. It's I don't want to ruin the food. Like it literally burns your lips and tongue. The, the medium was yeah. just right for me. Just a huge chicken breast, uh, really nice homemade bun, homemade pickles. They put a, a little homemade vinegar coleslaw, and then they Ooh, had this okay, thing called okay. a comeback sauce. Uh, looks kind of like a spicy mayonnaise, kind of an orange okay. mayonnaise type thing, and just dude, I mean. And the, the individual pieces were good too. Uh, yes. Did you get those at number three also? I did, and uh, they gave me the uh, the the two piece dark came connected. I got the leg and the thigh that hadn't been separated. Oh, the whole thing. So you get the little kind of the L. Oh man! And, when I went uh, hunting, I had to break the wings off the bird. Yeah, and that was oh mm. yeah. But uh, can't recommend enough. We got to go. Uh, all right. Yeah, if, you if, didn't steer me wrong on Gus's. You hyped that place to no end, and then I had it, and I was like, you were correct. And yeah. now if you're hyping this place, I have no reason, nor I think any listener <laughs> in the Los Angeles, greater Los Angeles area has any reason to doubt yeah. the testimony, the chicken testimonial of Dave Stone. Yeah. Um, if you follow me on Instagram, uh, there's definitely some pics on there. That's of, some, you're of just that sending sandwich. them to me. Yeah. You were <laughs> sending me like dick pics. <laughs> You're sending, you know, you're sending me, Dave, chick pics, chick pics. Yeah, <laughs> come on, yeah. just I, random. Man, I, I didn't ask for this, Dave. Come I send on. unsolicited chick pics, and I do, I do that though. I, I that's just going to be if we ever get a, a website, lot of my friends. There's going to be a section of, called unsolicited chick pics. And it's just going to be you. <laughs> oh, but, but yeah, so good. Alan Ray's. Uh, that's my food for the week. I almost got ruined. I was on tour and I wasn't feeling good already, and somebody went. I don't know. I was in a moment where like I kind of want to start eating better. And, uh, well, there's a fire truck coming by here. There it goes. All right. Yeah, we haven't been in the annex for the last few episodes. Yeah. I've just been up. I, it's a little more pers- face-to-face. We're not I just like it. Sitting on exercise balls, staring at each other. That, that ball is so funny. We are still. It, we are just two feet away from each other, just looking right at each other's faces <laughs> the whole time. It's a weird way to podcast. I've done other podcasts. People are spread out, and there's room, and you're can- we're just we're just looking right at each other. What do we care? Just breathing on each other's beards. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Hold on. I'm sorry. Can't the, give it a, uh, you don't have to apologize. Just, I don't know why that Dave. reminded me of the. Uh, you're, you're so good with words, Kyle. Thanks, Dan. I appreciate uh, that. The thing you said a few episodes ago about us twisting our dicks together like a uh, bread something. Do you remember that? Nope. Somebody referenced <clears throat> that. You said something where you and I are just sitting here twisting our dicks together like a holiday bread or I don't know. It just reminded me of that. That's one of the funniest things I've ever heard. Oh, I like hearing it back because it reminds me how funny I am. I said that. I sure did. Man, I'm good at coming. Uh, yeah, I was on tour and uh, one of the dudes in the band brought back all this White Castle. But it was like it was late and I wasn't that hungry. And it was just room temperature White Castle chicken rings, which – Okay, it's easy to say, well, yeah, obviously that's gross. I don't mind White Castle. For drunk food, which we've discussed in the past, is a Crystals. If you're a fan of Crystals, it's the same same shape, same size burgers. Love Crystal. But it was, I had it in the room, and I think it was because I was at the beginning of a stomach bug. But the idea of processed chicken was so awful to me. And then the next day, I threw up in the van. But that was because of a stomach bug. But then after that, like, I've never had, a, like, a food trigger that made me feel sick. Or, like, people have alcohol trigger. They smell tequila. They, yeah. I, get so sick. I felt that way about, like, 
fast food chicken. Even ads to make it look good. Even like yeah. try a new Wendy's chicken sandwich. Like, bleh, yeah. bleh, like I would almost throw up thinking about it. And my favorite thing, I loved Wendy's spicy chicken. Mm-hmm. But the last couple times I got it, there's like something to the like. It's not real meat. No, <clears throat> like processed got, anything. But it's not pro- like you're eating a chicken breast. But okay. it, it almost feels like a slightly uh, more technologically advanced idea of the McRib. Okay, the McRib is supposed to have the rib bones in it, but you know it's not. It's just gonna, yeah. I love a fucking and the fake grill marks. Yeah. But this was it seemed like it was supposed to be shaped. It wasn't. It was still a chicken. It was a breast. chicken breast, not like the Burger King bullshit. Chicken no, sandwich. no, not like that all part ground, of the board ground nonsense. up and put into a thing. Ugh. But this was still like it felt like it was made by science. Like mm. you know, the, like the joke they they can't call it Kentucky Fried Chicken. They have to call it KFC because they're just growing on the end of like tubes or something. Yeah, it felt like like to try and manufacture a consistency. It was too perfect mm. of like consi- like, and it made me kind of yeah. But that's what burger is. Yeah, you know why they do you say, get mad at chicken when burger is the same thing? I heard this once. They say when you eat a fast food hamburger, you're eating the beef from potentially upwards of a thousand different cows. There's a thousand different cows ground up into one burger. I just feel like like a giant funnel with a grinder, like a funnel that could hold a thousand cows, and that's the only way you can get that estimate. <laughs> Otherwise, I think they just mean you know they probably well, do it in batches of a thousand. Or it's just it's one giant machine that they're just throwing the sides of beef mm-hmm. or whatever leftover parts make up burgers. Yeah. I'm I'm oh man, I like I already think after after the hunting experience. I was like, man, I might be vegetarian for really? a while. <laughs> yeah. That's why or I was vegetarian I... for three years because I saw my girlfriend show me one of those PETA videos. I was like, I'm out for a while. And it's effective. And, and you think about, like, unless I can, like, okay, I understand, oh, is it farm-raised, this and that? Like, yeah, I'm going to pay more attention to that. I know mm-hmm. when it comes down to stretching your dollar – yeah, and you go get eggs, and you're like, "Well, these are cheap. Eggs are going to taste like eggs." Yeah. And then, but the label tells you how the chickens are treated. Yeah, if you choose to believe those, like, all right, I can splurge for the whatever if it's f- free range, cage free yeah. egg. Like after killing them, I'm like, "Yeah, I think that's better." Yeah, and it was weird enough when I did that hunting thing. There was one guy whose wife was there, and she wasn't hunting. But you'd go around the table and tell your story, and she's like, "I only eat stuff that he hunts. I have a real problem." It was nice to like see a nice hippie lady at this hunting lodge with a bunch of rich white men millionaires. Uh-huh. To her, say like, "No, nah, I just feel like I don't want like that energy of farm raised, like <clears throat> just caged animals and energy." I'm like, "Man, I know I'm going. I know I'm going hippie." Yeah, but. Why? Like, so what? I mean, if people want to call me out, I'm like, oh, whatever. You can't be a man. I, you know what? What's it got to do with being a man? I, I get it. I get vibes now. I'm feeling a little more vibes and negative stuff. And just how much is the actual fact of outside of the, uh, uh, what was the, the where you ate McDonald's all the time? Oh, uh, Super Size Me? Yeah. But you do eat that kind of stuff all the time. And yeah. you're going to feel not great. I eat it more than I prefer just because the economics. It's easy and it's cheap. It's so cheap. Yeah. You know, especially 
if I'm busy, you know, and, and, I, and I'm broke. I do, man. Get me after a few drinks, and I will be. I'll ram a car out of line at Del Taco to get through that fucker. No, we've definitely had our Jack in the Box uh, excursions. Yeah. Oh, who was that sweet lady at the at the? Remember, we were all at the Del Taco drive-through. Oh yeah. Uber, yeah. And that woman was just just chatting us up <laughs> through the drive-through. Sweetest lady. Just having just having a little flight of fancy herself. And I don't remember, but I just remember her through the through the little speaker. Ha, you know, sometimes my mom says that happens. There. I'm like, this woman is just lonely at the Del Taco, <laughs> and just what a what, but what a nice spirit at three in the morning, still being bubbly. Yeah, not even like drug bubbly. Yeah, like just a nice, just a woman who's trying to make ends meet and making a few bucks working there, and still having that kind of attitude. Yeah. That made all our nights better that night. Yeah. We were all oh, happy to it. Was, it was great. The Uber driver we had was, was like, you get food too because yeah. you're driving us. We go, okay, I guess I'll get something. Yeah. Was, man, th- again, that's just good good vibes. That's a that's a good move, by the way, to buy your Lyft or Uber driver something when you're through the drive-thru. I have done that for yeah. such as that night. Uh, as much Lyft as I drive, uh, nobody's done that for me, though. Do they make you go through the drive-thru? Oh, yeah. I've been through the drive-thru several times. And no one's offered. But it's fine. I'd probably turn it down anyway. But it's the gesture. Um, they don't want you going off the menu. Yeah. Change of gears real quick. Speaking of Lyft, uh, I haven't told you this. Off no, the I haven't yet. heard. We, we, yeah, we haven't me talked and the long. listeners haven't heard a good Lyft story in a yeah. while. Yeah. Um, it's not a great Lyft story, but it was definitely interesting. Uh Sometimes Sorry, I, uh, I, get a cold. I definitely profile my passengers as far as what music or oh, radio station okay. to play. Okay, you s- I do. You know. Well, here we go again. No, I mean, I, Dave Stone <laughs> controversial comments. Say what you will. I mean, I get a little white-haired eighty-year-old lady. I'm not going to put it on the hip-hop station. You All know, right. and and whatever. Who would you put the hip-hop station on for, Dave? Uh, probably uh, just some some white guy. Just. Uh, <laughs> I, I tell you this, anybody who's asking for that ox cord, not asking, anybody demanding that ox cord, you can rest assured some shitty hip hop is heading your way. <laughs> Anytime someone asks, let me get that let me get that ox cord. I'm like, oh, here don't, comes Dave, don't here, do the impersonation. I I didn't. Don't. I didn't. I'm trying to save this <laughs> this is the part of the podcast where I get a text the next day. Hey, can you get Katie to edit out? <laughs> minute uh I'm gonna tell you right now, it's minute it's minute tw- twenty one and a half. Till whenever the end of this bit goes. But anyway, go ahead, Dave. <sighs> what else? Tell me more about profiling your Lyft drivers. You have to. <laughs> Don't. That's the worst thing you could say after sailing, saying you profile. My point is. This is, is where we, we are going to talk ourselves into being Trump supporters on true. this podcast. That's true. No, what I meant was not profile. Hammer conspiracies lead us back to InfoWars or Breitbart. Now you're profiling people. Profile is not the right word. I I take some consideration to what they might want to listen to. So <laughs> I discriminate. For the most part, <laughs> I will just keep it on real generic talk radio, uh, just traffic and weather and stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but lately, I've thought, well, because music is too hard. You're right. It's too hard to predict what someone might like musically. You yeah. know, uh, uh, throw a little ranchero on and let him guess. <laughs> let him profile you. I have always wanted to do this. If anybody's familiar with Wheeler Walker Jr. and we yeah. spoke briefly about him before, yeah. I've wanted to just crank him and see how long it takes uh-huh. before someone's like, uh, "Excuse me, <laughs> Can, I don't." This is a, you're just going to see that in the star rate. One star, very offensive. <laughs> 
Anyway, my I, point. I had a lift guy. I had a lift guy coming from the airport yesterday, and he's playing jazz. He's like jazz helps with I'm like I always pick Dealer's Choice, but the jazz was not the soothing jazz. It was like two trumpet players fighting each other. While also still trying to play their instruments. I'm like, this is just upsetting. (laughs) This is just brass instruments not agreeing with each other. Oh, that's funny. All right. My point is, uh, because it is too difficult to not profile, but to to, uh, predict what they might like to hear musically. And sometimes I just get, especially with all that's been going on in the news, uh, yeah. talk radio is just, just too depressing and heavy sometimes. Yeah. So I've started playing a Pandora comedy channel sometimes. And uh, a couple days ago, I'm playing a con- uh, Pandora comedy channel, and a Kyle Kinane track comes on. Oh, the kid. And completely unsolicited, uh, the passenger, who's a dude, probably around 30. Makes sense. He says, uh, hey, is that, is that Kyle Kinane? And I go, yeah, I believe that is. And he goes, oh, man, I love that guy. And we make some brief small talk. I didn't tell yeah. him I was a comedian or anything. And uh, he said something about, you know. You don't fire up a boogie monster yeah. right after that? I swear to God. Dude, also, he's got a new podcast that's pretty good. You should check it out. Uh, that was him, not me. I, did, I would never say it. But he's like, yeah, he was talking about Kyle Kinane. And he's like, yeah, and he's also got a podcast. It's uh, He couldn't remember the name of it. Uh, bo- he said boogie. Tell something. me, come on! Tell me you threw it at him. Tell uh, me. No, him. I didn't. I didn't tell him. I didn't tell him who. Why it was. not? I just is my little secret. Just my little secret. So if he's listening to this now, now he knows that the guy that he was conversing with about Kyle Kinane, that's me. Well, because the other guy sent a picture. He was excited. That one dude. Yeah. That, you, yeah. that well, that dude lost his shit. <laughs> that dude lost his shit. This was about two or three months ago. Same story happened. Uh, of course, we weren't. I wasn't playing a, a Pandora channel. He just out of the blue started talking comedy, and he he uh, he talked about you. And then I told that guy who it was. I thought I was going to wreck the car. Like he's grabbing me by the shoulders, and oh my god, <laughs> taking taking selfies while I'm driving. Like, all right, dude, if, yeah, calm down. What if there's a lift option to come? I almost don't want to say this on the air because it's such a good option. <clears throat> Where you get to dictate like the converse. Like, all right, I don't know how this is going to work. But like, man, I need a ride, but I got time. I wonder if there's a guy that wants to talk about conspiracy theory. I, I, need, I, need, a, I need a sports guy. Yeah. I want a sports fan to shoot the shit with. And so you could choose the person. Maybe this is way like this is some Westworld shit I'm getting into. Mm-hmm. I say that having seen half of the first episode. I hear it's good. I've I, seen yeah, it. Somebody else talked about it. I, I was like, I watched it real high. And so I was like, this is amazing. I passed out. Um like be like, I want to talk about conspiracy theories in the lift, and so like you get the extra like, well, I'm that guy. If you want to wait five extra minutes, I'm close by, and then that you get to just I don't know. Maybe that's a real dumb idea. I have had uh, listeners uh, direct message me on Facebook saying, "Hey, I'm I need to pick up at LAX tomorrow at nine. Can I request you specifically?" And I was like, "I don't think you can. I, I don't. Th- I'm pretty sure no, you can't request a specific I'm just driver. Sit around LAX waiting. That's- yeah." But I've had friends like, hey, I'm, I'm heading out. Can, can I request you? You get some exciting, yeah, some exciting in the car chit chat. Let's you, just both go out. We'll do a mobile. We'll do a mobile podcast with with guests that don't know their guests. <laughs> but yeah, that was really funny. The guy would be like uh, Cash Cab, except <laughs> you pay us. You still have to pay your fee at the end. Oh man, uh, let me let me air this real quick. Uh, I think I teased it a little bit last episode. Uh, Got a. Got uh, engaged with some, some trolls. Oh, never mind. <laughs> engaged with some <laughs> trolls on Twitter, and I'll just say this: um, I, I I won't speak for you, but 
I appreciate anybody who follows me on Twitter, mm. follows the Boogie Monster, listens to the Boogie Monster. I, of course, I appreciate all that. Yeah. Uh, I will say this. If you are a misogynist dipshit troll yeah. who sexually harasses anybody, but much less a female comic who I am friends with on Twitter, uh, two, two things. A, go fuck yourself. Yeah. And B, find a new podcast. I don't, I don't want you. What, As a what fan. is this? What, Some guy, I tweeted something, and it wasn't even controversial. I don't tweet political or controversial shit, but some guy just being a dipshit. Just yeah. being a dipshit. It's and unfortunately not a rarity. Just back and forth. Media. And I, I don't, I don't <laughs> come across a lot of that, but when it does happen, I, I do a little research. I do a little investigation. Yeah. And I, I, I looked at this guy. First of all, the guy had 23 followers. But not that mm-hmm. that's, you know, you know whatever. Uh, but literally, and I just did a quick scroll through his his feed. Literally, every single tweet that he has made, and I, I didn't go too deep into it, was yeah. an at reply at uh, some. Not just, one original statement, not one original tweet. Literally, every, at this guy, go fuck yourself. At this guy, you're right, stupid. Uh, just a troll. Yeah, just uh, a classic just troll. Down to the down to the roots. And troll. I noticed, and I won't say her name because uh, I don't want to bring her into it or embarrass her. But mm-hmm. I noticed about a week earlier, he at replied at. A, a female comic who yeah. uh, we're both mm-hmm. friendly with, uh, DSL, okay. DS. Hey, D- she had posted a uh, she had posted a uh, poster of an upcoming show on her on. And her, she just tweeted, "Hey, I'm doing this show, and here's the flyer." Guy just at so and so DSL with a winky face. Uh, I don't know. Tell and, oh, and okay. uh, just I was like, "No, go fuck yourself, dude," and. Uh, yeah, and then what, I, and then, what, then what, I called what, him out on what it. What did he? What did he? What did he post? DSL, dick sucking lips. Oh, I didn't get. I thought that was the initials. No, of no, who no. He posted that. Oh no, no. Know. I'm sorry. Uh, the, the 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 my friend oh, okay. posted a, a, a flyer oh, of her show, and, was, and he uh, at replied her DSL capital DSL dick sucking okay, lips with a little that. emoji of the wink. So uh, okay, and I called him out on it, and he's like, "Who did I sexually harass?" And I pointed it out to him, and I told him to go fuck himself. So, uh, yeah. uh, point being, uh, you can't, you know, I don't want to get too sanctimonious about it, and you can't control who your fans are. Nah, but if you are that type of person, that, and I even told him this too, and I said, "Had you said that to her in person?" And I was around. Oh, he'd be shitting out his teeth. Uh, yeah, or one of us is going to be bleeding. But what? It's probably, it's probably, you know. I can't think of anybody like the argument's been done too. Even even talking about the idea of trolls, mm-hmm. there's a troll with a fucking little green heart on right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a small it's someone who lives a small life. It's either somebody who goes online. I remember it from the days when my buddy had a CB, like a fucking CB radio, and we'd sit there and you'd hear truckers on there and be like, "Hey, fuck this!" Mm-hmm. It's like I'm, I don't prove that now. But just to get somebody riled up, yeah. like I, I even understand the motivation of it. Yeah. It's just so much more prevalent because that was like the only thing that you could like be faceless and taunt people yeah. was a CB radio or prank phone calls. Yeah, it's the same idea as prank phone calls. Yeah. But it's it's just it's it's just shitty. It's just shitty people that you hope that you hope are junior high kids. Yeah, that will get older. And understanding or being assholes, like all junior high kids are. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's on such a larger platform. Yeah. And 
even acknowledging them. Yeah. That's the problem that you're in trouble with. Well, we have to shut them down. As soon as you acknowledge them, you've given them what they want. That's Absolutely. my opinion of it. No. Like, so, all, somebody heard me. Yeah. That's all they need yeah. to get their little fucking green dicks hard. Somebody heard me. Yeah. Negative. It doesn't matter if it's negative. Yeah. They're shitbags. They yeah. love negative attention. They just want any attention whatsoever. Yeah. And of course, I'm falling into that trap right now. Like when my- fuck faces are like blocked by so and so, like they're proud of who yeah. they got blocked by. My point is just just find another podcast. I mean, you know, go fuck yourself. I don't want, you know, in again, and you deal with this much more than I do. You have yeah. you have a loyal following, but like you don't want shitheads to be fans of you. It's up. It's like disappointing when you like when something you've done is appreciated by somebody you despise. Yeah, you like I personally. I'm like, oh man, am I courting these people, or is it I'm just yeah. now able to cast a wider net and it's catching some shit? Yeah, I think that's what it is. Like, I w- I wouldn't put it on anything we're doing. I don't think we're doing. So- you could tell there's certain comics or any art like they ba- they they prey on just <clears throat> despicable followers. Yeah, I mean we could name a few, bo- but even bigger like Ann Coulter. Like I don't. Honestly, think I don't think she believes in what she says. She knows her role to make a living. Yeah, that Milo, Yana, whatever that yeah. fucking asshole is, he knows his role to make a living. It's sick that that's what you do. Mm-hmm. But on the same note, it's the same role that John Oliver plays or John Stewart. They know their role yeah. to make a living. It obviously it appears more righteous. To somebody who believes in that cause, mm-hmm. but they're playing a role yeah. to make a living. Far left. Even if it doesn't seem far left, I, I wrote something that will not go over at all. Because it's, it's it's poorly thought out. It was like, it's like, let's be honest. Like, John Oliver is the left's Alex Jones. Like, But instead of fear and conspiracies... To get people, it's like comedy and sarcasm, mm-hmm. but it's still promoting an agenda. Mm-hmm. You know, don't ever act like, oh, John Stewart never promoted an agenda. It clearly did. Yeah, but it's when people buy the oversimplified version, the over the 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 oversimplified version of a conspiracy, like what we will be talking about shortly with the PizzaGate thing. Like it's fake news, but people pick it apart. Is the same way the left. Look how concisely they dissected how terrible Trump is with comedy. Well, the goal there is still to make you laugh. Mm-hmm. It's still not all the hard facts. Like that whole thing about Trump saving, like, well, well Trump stopped jobs from going to uh, Mexico or whatever yeah, it was. the carrier thing. But it didn't. Like, he didn't stop shit. No, no, it was the Ford The plan. Ford thing. Okay. Well, what happened was, from what I read, like at least if I'm understanding correctly, they were going to start making different vehicles at the plant that was in Ohio. That plant was never going to shut down, and they were going to move the production of the current luxury vehicle there to Mexico. Hmm. So the whole like the left was like, he saved jobs that were never going to leave anyway. He didn't save it. Well, he convinced them to keep making the that car there. There were cars that were going to be made. I think I'm talking myself into a corner right now. <laughs> no, I know what you're saying. They were just going to add more stuff that was going to be in, made in Mexico, mm-hmm. and now they're not. Yeah. So he did stop something from going there mm-hmm. by putting pressure on them. Yeah. 
But the left is like, they were never doing it anyway. Like it's, it's, you just see how it's manipulated from either side. Left can manipulate it with comedy to get people riled up, and the right can manipulate it with paranoia to get people riled up. Oh, yeah. Because the right sucks at comedy. Yeah. But nothing conservative that's also successfully humorous. It's a great point. What's, but also, what's the even left, been an attempt? The left hasn't done a real good job with riling people up. They make them laugh, and everybody feels great having coffee going, did you see that bit on John Oliver? That was pretty funny. Anyway, we're still not going to do shit about anything, whereas the right's getting terrified, and they're acting on it. Yeah. Nobody's acting on a funny bit. People are acting on paranoia, though. Yeah. Make a note, I'm using my right hand to <laughs> illustrate the right and the left. I'm using, I'm using my, my Italian hand gestures. <laughs> Look at this guy with his Italian turn signals over here. He's trying to bail you out of your earlier racial thing you got. Uh. Well, we're at 36 minutes. How about getting to the meat on the bone? <laughs> The meat on the pizza. Uh, oh, God. So last week we discussed Pizzagate, which, much to my chagrin, had nothing to do <laughs> with flavorful conspiracies. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. So, uh, yeah. yeah and it was a heavy one. Like, you know, obviously, obviously we're not going to get into the graphic detail of some of this, but just even talking about the subject matter is uh, is a bit of, a bit of a bummer, but... I feel like uh, it's worth at least shining a light on and seeing what's legit and what's bogus. So, but yeah, have, we, we did kind of just I have scratch so the many right wing websites open up on my computer right now to research <laughs> this. By the way, so where did we leave off uh, last week? Well, we were starting to talk about we discussed how PizzaGate is apparently in the leaked Podesta emails. Mm-hmm. It was the WikiLeaks emails? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of code words. Yes. About child. We should read uh, one of those just for an example. I'm trying to find them. Podesta. I'm trying yeah. to find Podesta Pizzagate email. Let's look it up. Let's see what we A get. lot of code words in some of these emails. Well, it's that the fact that they think it's fake news. It's yeah. Big news story. Let me let me go ahead and fake uh, story shows a conspiracy. Refresh our, refresh our memory with some of the codes. Uh, apparently, these are common codes in the world of pedophilia. Pizza equals girl. Hot dog equals boy. Cheese equals little girl. Ugh, as if girl wasn't bad enough. Pasta equals little boy. Uh, map equals semen. And sauce equals orgy. I feel like sauce should equal semen. Don't, Dave, don't. <laughs> Just saying, from a Don't, common sense point of view, I would. Why would why pizza to cheese are relatable, yeah. but hot dog to what? What's well, li- hot dog what? is kind of obvious, but what's the little the, the little boy is is pasta. I don't know what the insinuation there would be. This man, yeah. I don't. Uh, so anyway, point being, these are apparently ooh, I known make jokes, codes. But I don't want to make jokes in the pedophile community. Well, I have one thing that says Pizzagate. The emails did not come from WikiLeaks; they came from Anthony Weiner's laptop. Okay, okay. But that's just one email I'm reading, which on the Google search of Podesta Pizzagate email is like the third topic to come up. Huh. Uh. So anyway, I'm trying to find 
Like it immediately becomes no, no reliable website. Yeah. And a lot there is a lot of disinformation Snopes. when you're talking about I don't know why like people this. use Snopes as a thing, but for example, I I was researching one vlog and uh they were going through uh we talked about John Alafantis. They were going through his Instagram and uh John Alafantis is He's the, the owner own, of Comet Pizza. Owner of Comet Pizza. 49th most powerful person in Washington. Donated a lot to Obama and the Clintons. Yeah, and uh right? okay. Yeah. And <laughs> One guy was scrolling through his Instagram. On Instagram, he he goes by Jimmy Comet, and he does have some odd pictures in there. Um, but, f- for example, my point here is the disinformation angle. Uh, whoever this vlogger was was looking at all the comments. At uh, People were making comments about this Jimmy Comet's photos, and he was just, oh, some guy said this. He should be investigated. Some guy said that. He should be investigated. Like, well, half these comments are just innocuous you know, out of con like that's the problem with conspiracy theories. On like on paper, they're fine, and then you hear one guy talk about it, you're like, "Well, nope." Yeah. So, anyway, um, there's a lot we did not get to. Uh, I mean, there's so many layers to this, but let me let me throw this at you real quick. I was talking last week about how uh, Best of Pizza, Comet Pizza, a few of these other um, businesses are all on the same little block. Uh, a lot of them are uh, – three or four of them are literally connected, a little strip center, yeah. a little Main Street-type strip center. And there is speculation that maybe there's an underground tunnel system uh, that had been constructed between some of these businesses oh. to kind of chauffeur these the, the kids and the creeps, you know, uh, co- you know. Uh, you know. You know what I just did? I just looked up <clears throat> that I read a thing. Some said the name James Elephantus yes. is similar to the French saying for I love children. So against my better judgment, I entered that into Google Translate. I love children in France is jamais des enfants. Mm-hmm. Yep. Unless there's like a, a, a Rick and Jeanette Elephantus out there. Which yeah. would really squash that whole thing. So that that leads to speculation. Is that uh, is that his real name or is that his? Uh, That's his, again. But if you're a fucking child molester, why would you call yourself Greg Child Moleste? Like you wouldn't do that. Or in Spanish, like uh, fucking Ricardo Me Gusta Niños. Like, you wouldn't, like, why would you do that? Like, why? Because most people don't know How? what the translation is. But someone will. A f- one, you'll meet a French person. And then he could say, well, I, if can't, you're in government- I can't help that that's my name. Oh, I'm only living up to my name. Yeah. Um, then there's a whole, we, mm. we, I referenced it, but we didn't really get into it. There's basically three, three subtext here. Well, not really subtext, but... <laughs> Just text uh, pedophilia, human trafficking, third one being Satanism. They feel like this is all. See, that's something I can get into. That's innocent. Uh, This Marina Abramovich. I don't know if it's Abramovich or Abramovic. She's an artist. Mm -hmm. She has ties to some real powerful people. There's photographs of her hanging out with Hillary Clinton, photos of her hanging out with Lady Gaga. Apparently, she people think that she's uh, somehow tied to Satanism. 
Uh, she kind of coined the concept and maybe the term of uh, spirit cooking, mm-hmm. which is kind of a little bit of voodoo, witchcraft, Satan ritual type stuff. Where she's, you know, people think maybe she's sacrificing mm-hmm. she's animals, a performance. Blood. She's a performance artist, which, mm-hmm. according to Wikipedia, she just turned seventy years old and she on does November thirtieth. She looks good for seventy. So maybe this spirit cooking is working. Exactly. Right. <laughs> this is all just opens so many things. And again, <laughs> some of this is ridiculous, but it just it lends itself to conspiracy theorists, you know, really just opening up door after door. Uh, connected to this spirit cooking and the Satanist angle uh, is cannibalism. And here's the craziest thing I stumbled upon oh, in this. Now, this sounds this is just this is the type of stuff that some of these yeah. uh, conspiracy theorists are throwing out there. All right, again, I don't have all my facts straight per per normal per usual, but um, apparently, people cannibals, people who eat. Human flesh. Yeah. Uh, and there's been cases of this, I think, she's uh, somewhere in Africa. Um, or somewhere. Again, facts. Who cares? Um, there's a disorder that one can get, a neurological disorder that one can get when they eat human flesh. Oh. Uh, some known cannibals were known yeah. to have some sort of neurological disorder. Again, I don't know the no, name it makes, of it. No, it makes you crazy. It makes you crazy. Yeah. And the craziest theory I heard that, remember a month or two ago when Hillary was having, not a press conference, but uh, she had the little seizure? This, uh, she had the little head seizure thing. Oh, I don't remember that. I remember, remember she had a coughing fit and she passed out at the September 11th thing. Yeah, but there's the video, of the real close-up video of her just yeah. like twitching and having a seizure. And it is hot. It's, it's unco- and and She's I an still, old lady. Yeah, and I still don't know what this was. She's the, an uh, old lady going through a grueling process. Yeah, I don't know and, what they said that that was. Yeah. But anyway, the, this one guy says, well, that's the disorder. That's the cannibal disorder. She She's a cannibal. This one guy yeah. said that's the cannibal yeah. disorder. No, I'm just saying this is how many of these crazy doors people are trying to open. Um, well, so that was like the theory that Trump was on cocaine, although that's believable. <laughs> yeah. A fucking arrogant millionaire talking out his ass and sniffing a bunch. I'm sorry, but that lines up. That one lines up. But yeah, so spirit cooking. Um, apparently, I, don't, I just don't know what one has to do with the other. She was... Well, she invited – who would she invite? Podesta to one of her art things, which was spirit cooking. Uh-huh. That was what she was inviting him to. And there was all these ideas of what was going to happen. Like, it was all this stuff she was painting on a wall with, with what looked like congealed blood and it was – you know, mix semen with breast milk and consume after nightmares. Yeah, it's performance. Like it's meant to provoke. It's yeah. performance art. Yeah. Like if you believe everything a perform, like her whole history is like. I first heard about her before any of this, and she did something where she just sat somewhere in a museum and let people sit across from her. She just sat in silence for however many hours. And then finally her ex-husband – I'm ruining the facts here, but it was like her ex-husband of 10 years that she hadn't seen in 10 years or something came and sat across from her and she started crying. It was emotional. I used to think all that performance art stuff is bullshit and a lot of it is. It's a lot of people going like as long as I can shock somebody with this mm-hmm. thinly veiled idea. It's like how one person shows in comedy are just like, oh, these are just all your shitty jokes strung together with the idea of a story. Yeah. But they're just bad stories. Spoken word. <laughs> yeah, I spoke, but some of it, like I'm, I'm more and more in my life, like I'll understand 
art, like when you see art that's just a white canvas with one splash of paint across, and everybody's like, "Well, this is bullshit." Well, then then you did what the artist wanted that you got that you you gave them a reaction, much like trolls. Yeah. Why can't art also be a high level form of trolling? Yeah, when you spend. Ten bucks to go to an art museum, and you go in there, and it's somebody that just did. Oh, my kid could have painted that. Maybe you just got trolled on a supreme level. Yeah. On the high, I don't want to give internet trolls that credit. Yeah. But there's some dudes. I mean, Nick Mullen, Nick Mullen does it on an artistic level. I'm not familiar with him. He goes like he'll go deep into like crafting long blogs that are clearly like like you talk about what fake news is. Uh-huh. Crafting long blogs about like being like a Republican. I don't even know his exact stuff, but it's a much higher level of trolling than just being like, "Hey, fuck you! Hey, uh, suck my dicks! Suck my dicks, lady! Yeah, plural dicks." Even that, I already gave a troll too much credit because that's a more interesting statement to just say <laughs> "suck my dicks." Because that's that's pretty funny. That's a strange thing to say to somebody. <laughs> suck all my dicks. I already gave some. I already, I already just did a better job at trolling. Then 95% of these fucks online do it. 95% of these faceless eggs on Twitter. I already just did a better job than you, you fucking losers. I pluralized dicks. None of you thought of that, you fucking sucks. Fucking sucks. Bunch, you, bunch of, you, bucket, you fucking bag of sucks. <laughs> Look at this dick full of sucks. I'm already better at your job. You guys suck. Get... get just get get good at something else because you're bad at what you're doing and what you do is bad. <laughs> but maybe that's a supreme level like to get a reaction out of somebody. As much as I hate trolls, sometimes artists think it's about provoking a reaction out of people. Getting something – getting somebody to feel something for, from what they're doing. So this – her spirit dinner thing was like all these cockamamie recipes of like put the blood in the semen of the, of life but mm-hmm. drink it during death like that's not a recipe that you're gonna be in a kitchen and be like all right two cups of blood and three cups of semen where's my where's my death can you go to the store and get some death because this is gonna be ready soon the sauce is gonna be the death sauce is gonna be ready soon it's a lot of semen there's so much that's why <laughs> that's why it's art all right that's why people suffer for their art oh Anyway, that was the that's my take on the involvement. If Podesta's brother is an artist mm-hmm. or an art collector who we mentioned collected some real weird looking art, which by the way I failed to mention, uh, brings talk- it back to the other side. Yeah, now. we talked about his art and the paintings. Uh, also, he's got a uh, sculpture, like kind of a statue sculpture thing, the gold. Of person, a, a headless person bent over backwards. That uh, many people think was supposed to be a uh, representation of one of Jeffrey Dahmer's victims. One of Dahmer's many victims was once found headless and kind of uh, in a weird backwards mm, yoga pose. Right. Well, ha- and he's got, I mean, he's, this, this I sculpture go is very similar to that. So that, I don't know. Uh, this too but came But people collect, sorry. No, no, go ahead. People collect serial killer shit. True. But if you also... <laughs> Maybe. If you also I, have yeah, all right. half not, a dozen paintings of little kids in their underwear, you maybe want to ease off. This I found shocking uh, in some of the research. Also, again, I, and I've, I know I'm sounding redundant, I just want to make it clear that I myself am not on a witch hunt. I'm just reporting what is <laughs> floating around out there. Yeah. Um, 
there's some C-SPAN style footage, White House footage. <laughs> Does that mean boring as fuck? Yeah. Of, um, and I like the guy, Joe Biden, being a little handsy and possibly inappropriate with young girls at photo ops within the White House. Uh, there's a compilation, and it's just from one angle, just kind of like a C-SPAN, you know, fixed camera type thing. Uh, mm. Just, you know, I guess when people come to the White House for whatever, um, All right. so many photo ops go on at the White House. And there's a compilation of uh, Joe Biden, you know, and this is group, not just him and a little girl by themselves, but like, you know, half a dozen people. All right, everybody huddle up around Vice President Biden. We're going to get our photo made. Um but there's more than one example of him like just being slightly yeah. slightly too handsy with young girls and like whispering in their ears and trying to kiss them on the cheek. Uh, and I'm looking at it now. I really This is from Gawker. This isn't even yeah, from a thing. I, this is I from really, Gawker. I really <clears throat> hope that none of that is true, but at the very least, it's like, hey, Joe, you're the vice president. Maybe exercise a little more discretion and good judgment. I mean, he's children. kissing. There's a lot of old ladies in this photo, uh, too. Mm-hmm. One vlogger. I uh, feel like he so just, yeah, hand subtitles to one. There is one in particular. Yeah. It's a, it's a blonde girl. She's probably 12 or 13. And uh, he, he, Positions her right in front of him. She is kind of off to the side, yeah. three or four people down. He he br- calls her over, positions her right in front of him during the photo, during the photograph. And then after the photograph, he bends over and whispers something in her ear and kisses her on the cheek. And she even yeah. pulls away and has a weird look on her face. But mm. some vlogger even added subtitles to what he thought. He said, you can hear him, but you can't really, you can't really make out what he's yeah. saying. But one guy, the subtitles was something like, you have no idea how horny it makes me to have a 13-year-old girl, something, something, something. And then at the very well, end, you can hear, you're a beautiful girl. That's a beautiful girl. All right. So, well, I mean, he does seem like a like an inappropriate old dude. There are old dudes of course. that don't know that that's not all right. You, how do you not know that's not all right? Because you're a fucking old dude who yeah. your whole life you've never been told that's not right. I'm hyper. And your your intent your intentions might not be evil. Yeah. And I hope they're but not. they're familiar. You gotta And things are changing now. We are in the midst of yeah. things changing. As a single dude who's not married, who looks like I do. Our president said <laughs> grab them by the pussy. True. Our president said that. I go out of my way with both women and children to Make sure that I can never be perceived as creepy. Yeah, you know, I I don't even make eye t- eye contact with children mm-hmm. in the, in the store or something or like just. I feel like in this day and age, you got to be aware of that stuff. Like what? the climate of, but it's not you know, even awareness. It's like what's the what's the where is it coming from? It's coming from like like yeah okay, you know. Women, no, women are speaking up more so now than before, and and should. Because, but then you hear the story like this is why women don't come out because uh, about sexual assault. It's because our fucking president yeah. can say I grab him by the pussy, and America's still like, yeah, that guy, that fucking guy. We'll yeah. we'll pick him. Yeah, you know. So that is another reason. Like, oh, why would oh because they're not going to believe a woman. We, our president is a fucking molesting pervert. Speaking of which. 
whatever happened to the allegations? I can't believe we're just now bringing this up in this yeah. topic. But whatever happened to the allegations of him, Trump? Trump um, didn't he? It didn't is, matter. Is he? Is that going to trial? It didn't. Ma- oh, I, do you know I, anything about that? Maybe there's a statute of limitations. I don't know all the details. But maybe he paid. Well, let's okay. Since we're at minute fifty-five at a, of this podcast, he was at a, at a billionaire party. Well, with a known what, this pedophile. is this is where we left off on the last one. Was they were using them to blackmail? Uh, what I was talking about. I just I paused the episode there. What's the point of trying to be discreet? I paused to go pee. And I forgot the exact wording that I left on. Yeah. But so, okay, the last episode, we're, you know, we're talking about Pizzagate and, it, and, and that, that it was used to blackmail. Like the fact that you can get political people involved doing some, some pedophilia shit and then blackmail them, which, I mean, makes sense as far as what's the worst thing you could hold over someone. Yeah. Not, having an affair hasn't ruined anyone. No. Not, our president. Nope. Having an affair doesn't do hasn't done anything. Drugs. Drugs doesn't matter. DUI. No, if the, the, people are people are excited, like, oh, that makes them like me. Yeah. But the worst thing you could hold over somebody, pedophilia. Yeah. Hurting innocent children, sexually preying on innocent children. As bad as it sounds, even worse than rape. Because as horrible as rape is, that's still an adult. Even like a Kids. Sadly, yeah, rape. Somebody will still justify. Oh well, man, I don't know. Everybody's partied and made like felt bad about their mistakes afterward. But there's no, there's no. Even way. in the worst corners of the mind, a way to justify pedophilia. Yeah. So that's the. I mean, but then you're still like, if okay, if you're the political mastermind, like ah, I'm gonna get him fucking a kid. You still have to find somebody that wants to fuck a kid. Like you still have to like are you manipulating a politician in a way like or is it uh entrapment? Or what, what 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 was the Trump thing like with a 15-year-old That's or something? Like you get him like are they that, that who's the yeah the name of that the known who's the known pedophile guy who would throw the parties yeah, with he was apparently at. Yeah, and are they ooh is it a 16-year-old? Is it a 15-year-old? Fucking legal porn is like eighteen year old. Like eight, you need to be eighteen years old, and then you can go on f- porn sites now where it's like they're uh, apparently they're legal because they're on porn sites, but they don't look like they're eighteen years old. Even that's creepy. And but that, but who's using the moral thing of like, well, at least they're on this site, so I can't get arrested looking at it on my computer, but they look like they're younger. Like, I don't understand. Like. What? How do you convince? Like, I guess I'm saying, like, you just dope them up, get them drunk, get them drunk enough, and party enough with them to be like, hey, look at this. Oh, here's a young lady chatting you up, or a young man chatting you up. If that's your persuasion, yeah. Well, I think that, and then springing on them that, like, oh, well, I guess these were children, and so that ties into the human trafficking thing. You know, maybe they're trafficking in these children. For the purpose of yeah. entrapment and bait and whatnot with these politicians who they know have a proclivity for this type and of And if it's trafficked, it means it's they're from another country, the, the search for them, like looking for them. Uh, that goes to the Franklin conspiracy, uh-huh. that they were kidnapping boys 
from Omaha and the Midwest, Runaways, you know. I know these are all conspiracies, but it starts to sound like lot logical that this would be done. And yeah. the idea and my notion of what happens in politics, we have all the power you have access to all the power to cover things up, which they do, which you're ignorant to think that there's full transparency in government. Yeah. They cover shit up all the time. Absolutely. Like what level of conspiracy like do you want to think they hit all the UFO stuff in the military? Do you want to think they covered up stuff in Montauk? All this other stuff we talked about because it's aliens and it's fun and we make jokes. Why not extend it to this point, which is disturbingly more tangible? That there's a lot of fucking power-hungry, sociopathic creeps mm -hmm. that are being preyed on by even more power-hungry, sociopathic creeps like, oh, you want to be in, Holly, uh, in, in show? I, I, I say Hollywood. Well, it happens like, here too. Like Washington. Yeah. Because it's the same idea. Yeah. You want to make it? You want to do anything to make it? All right, come party. Ooh, I'm getting invited to a party with Big. It's the same idea. That's what came out not long ago. Washington makes Washington is the same thing as Hollywood, except they make laws instead of movies. Yep. Oh, it's rampant, apparently, uh, in Hollywood. Uh, Corey Feldman uh, came out a while back talking about. Uh, Corey Haim and a lot of these child stars. All right, we're using Corey ago. Feldman as a source. That's the disinformation, though. Yeah, well, yeah, but I'm just saying. But he also wants to be like shitty Hugh Hefner now. Yeah. Like, that guy will do anything to get his face in the news. No, but people were arrested. There, there have been convictions of Hollywood yeah. power brokers being convicted of pedophilia and stuff like that. Ugh. I mean... Ugh. So, yeah, I mean, that makes it even more scandalous in the sense that you've got not only do you have these perpetrators and these creeps preying on kids, but then you got guys behind the scene trying to manipulate things and, you know, entrap them and use it for blackmail and uh, just a, a whole system going on underneath the surface. Ugh. Sometimes, yeah, some conspiracy, like, I want to know the truth. And I'm like, oh, I don't know if I want to know the truth. But all this from, we know about this from the idea that this is how fake news gets spread. This is how far we've investigated a fake news story, yeah. alleged fake news story. Like, can you believe people thought this pizza place was where a pedophilia ring operated out of? And all we've done is sit here looking up stuff that makes it sound feasible. Yeah. Well, yeah, and gross. Ugh, gross. I'm going to look up the Yelp for this place. <laughs> I'm going to Yelp Comet Pizza. <laughs> you know, it's like, where's the line? Mm. Like, what... Like I see both sides. I you know I see people saying eh, this is complete bullshit. It's disinformation. So we're not going to we the media or we uh, apparently Twitter tried to ban the hashtag of PizzaGate or, or at least censor it. <clears throat> really, so I, I get that side of like, hey, we're not going to report this because it's total bullshit. But I also see the side of like the other side saying, yeah, of course they don't want to report it because it incriminates. 
people they support. So it's with any of this stuff, you know, regardless of what the conspiracy is. Uh, that's why it, what makes it so intriguing and so difficult to decipher what's legit and what's not, because mm-hmm. both sides, both sides have motive and incentive to. I don't know. It's just this one here. Just really, I mean, we've still not scratched the surface. There's so much. Well, we never even covered shit. the yeah the tr- the full Franklin conspiracy. <clears throat> it seems I don't know the the bullet points on that one. Well, I'll just say three and a half stars for Comet Ping Pong Pizza in Washington D.C. <clears throat> um, so that so that so that as far as what uh, as far as it got there. Um, I want to know about this. <clears throat> I want to see like what I did. Why fucking if you're, I don't want to walk in the shoes of someone who runs a kitty porn ring, Mm-mm. but why? <sighs> Wouldn't you just not also have it be your pizza place? Like I just well, unless to go back to the we got we delved down the non-ridiculous part of it. Yeah, I mean, obviously, again, this ties into what we're just talking about. You know, hypothetically, I'm just saying as far as a concept or a strategy. (sighs) You know, I own a pizza joint. I myself am not a pedophile, but uh, big wig. Washington guys paying me X amount of dollars to but use, the owner's use my a pedophile. Basement. The owner is fucking a Jamie child molester, whatever his French yeah. name was. Yeah, see, and I never did really get to the bottom of that. What his other than his name? Uh, do we know that he has? I mean, has there been investigations no, or that, convictions? I, well, no, but I just thought he was the owner of the pizza place. Well, he is. I'm saying is, and he, he was himself? a big donor to the Democratic campaign. Mm-hmm. To Democrats. Oh, God. There's so much. And the, the, uh, I'm no. intrigued by it. Going back to the, what we talked about last week, the uh, the symbolism, some of these pedophilia symbols. Like, now I want to go back and just, you know, look at other things uh, Here, uh, and, uh, to, to, to see see if I can find any of these symbols in other contexts, you know. See, this is like, all right, the Daily Sheeple is a fucking, like, how am I going to believe this I always hated Website, yeah. It just seems so, uh, I don't know. Sheeple. <clears throat> Come was, on, Sheeple. The only time it was funny was from the highly underrated film, Can't Hardly Wait. <laughs> Which one was that? It was a film from the mid-90s, but captured the 80s party spirit. <clears throat> it was just... Uh, what's her name? Jennifer Love Hewitt. Jennifer Love Hewitt. Uh, uh, Green. The Seth, red Green. Hair. Seth Green, who I always thought was funny and everything he was in. A lot of other like teen stars of the era. Um, who was the guy? He just went full hipstered out with like, a big old chest tattoo and stuff now. But he was – I can't remember. Anyway, it great move. But the the one gal who went on to some other sitcom fame, and I always thought she was really, really funny, just did some – she's like the alternative girl at the party. She's like, whatever. There's just a bunch of sheep, like screaming at the just popular. But it, it it locked down every every stereotype of the mid-90s. Yeah. It's a great – if you haven't seen Can't Hardly Wait, it's a great film. Anyway, I'm, I'm like finding emails now. I'm still looking at other emails. Yeah, let's, let's – What people are talking about. Like code word. Email. 
Like, okay. So who is this? John, but let's see. Uh, who is this from, though? But I'm reading this off a website called The Daily Sheeple. Yeah, like how, exactly. Therein lies the problem. Like, when you look at the ads, like, I just look at the ads. I'm like, all right. On the Daily Sheeple, the head the header is check out the world's most advanced tactical gas mask, <laughs> and then it's all about buying gold. The rest of the site is about buying gold. Buy silver dot com, Inca gold, the Prepper's Blueprint, Pocket Samurai. Like it's all just stuff I would actually be fully interested in. I was just about to say like, that's <laughs> man. Like how do you how do you <laughs> I thought you were about to. How do you reconcile? Like, no, I like into that stuff. That's the thing. Like, how do you reconcile? I want all the stuff <laughs> these paranoid fucking lunatics want. Of I course. just don't want to be one of the paranoid lunatics. That's how I feel about sports. <laughs> like, I want to everything that's part of the community, the gear, and the getting ready and digging bunkers. That sounds cool. Yeah. But the people that do it fucking suck. Yeah. <laughs> oh god yeah pizza it's just a lot of stuff that says pizza in it but then the one hi john the realtor found a handkerchief i think it has a map that seems pizza related yeah so using these codes uh i think it has <laughs> semen that is girl related so uh, Realtor found a handkerchief that had some some goo in it from one of his rendezvous with it. Ugh. Why would a realtor want to return that? I just came from checking. Here's another one. I don't think she wants to return it. I think whatever it said. This is from somebody named Catherine Catherine Tate to Susan and Herbert Sandler. Subject: You left something at the field house. If this is even true. I just came from checking the field house, and I have a square cloth handkerchief, white with black, that was left on the kitchen island. Happy to send it via mail. That's it. I'm just, it's just a handkerchief. You overnight my cum rag. I'm going to need that. Uh, like what? Ice cream means male prostitute. Walnut or nuts is a person of color. Oh, here's another one from Herbert Sandler, whoever these Sandlers are. I think you should give notice when changing strategies, which have been long in place. I immediately realized something was different by the shape of the box, and I contemplated who would be sending me something in a square-shaped box. Lo and behold, instead of pasta and wonderful sauces, it was a lovely, tempting assortment of cheeses. Yumming. So, I mean, obviously that's code. But then the next sentence is, I'm waiting the return of my children and grandchildren from their holiday travels so that we can demolish them. Okay. If this, it's obviously code because the context makes sense. If it's not pedophilia code, what Little boys and sauces. Well. Because that's also one theory is... What if know, these... Pe- like, all right. And never never before have I heard these codes used. Uh-huh. And what if... Just to end... All right. We're at... We got we to gotta wrap up. What if just... Or we can go part three. We might go part three. I don't know yet. <laughs> we'll I don't see. know how much longer I could talk about yeah, this. Yeah, exactly. But what if this group of people 
Just fucking love this food. <laughs> I don't think I'm, that's what's going on. Just they just. <laughs> no, my point is they're not pedophiles. They eat. They eat like children, but they don't want to fuck them. They just love pizza and hot dogs. Off the top of your head, what else could it be code for? Just speculating. Could this be drug related? Could it be illegal? You know, no, money, if it's money code, if it's code, I'll say it's code for pedophilia. Mm-hmm. But what if it's not code? Well, of course, it's code. You wouldn't send emails talking mm-hmm. about the context. Doesn't make sense. We don't even know if these are real emails. I'm reading this off the Daily Sheeple. I haven't got this from any. Reliable source. Well, you can go directly to the WikiLeaks thing and, and find these emails. Best of Pizza, it has the triangle. Mm-hmm. Terrasol, another. F- I found a. That's not. First of all, that's, that's against most zoning regulations. Most shopping centers will not have uh, two of the same type of business. You know, there won't be two hardware stores in one strip mall. There won't be two – shouldn't be two pizza places in one strip mall. So that's right – So now there. you're coming up. It's zoning. It's zoning it is. issues. Well, right there. That, seriously. Well, then shut down New York if you don't think pizza places could be next to each other. The New York is either is either they love pizza or they're fucking every kid in the universe. <laughs> no, but in most – What is that? A Rays famous next to a famous Rays? Get – SVU in there. I bet you they're, they're fucking all the kids. Uh, show me one that's they're literally next door to each other. It's most, New York. Most they're and, inside and, one another. And in if New York. So New York is its own animal. But that's two Italian guys vafanguing each other all night over who's got a better pillowcase filled with cheese. Not code. That's how I think of. That's how I think of uh, New York pizza. <laughs> What are they doing to each other? Just, just ba, ba fangoon, you know, the fucking <laughs> the fingers under the chin. Ba fangoon. What's the fake uh, Italian dish you made up a couple episodes ago? <clears throat> uh, uh, go to futacello. Oh, my God. <laughs> take, the um, eye off, take the eye off of any Italian word, and that's how you fake Italian. I can't. We can't. I can't. Get a nice spaghetti. <laughs> I can't do a part three. This is just bumming me out, man. Well, but now I want to know. Well, the Franklin conspiracy is the same idea of this, yeah, from twenty five years ago. We'll do that, but down the road. Yeah, let's do different <laughs> child <We> abduction <laughs> fuckering conspiracies <laughs> because this one has worn out our goodwill with humankind. So who knows? And every day, <coughs> uh, again, we're recording some of these in advance. So by the time this comes out, who knows what new, you know. Allegations or info has been discovered. It's gonna be weird if like Trump just brings on the apocalypse and then it's still like, well, well more horrible news in government. Let's tune in the boogie monster. Man, I had some chicken that was good. Like we're just like it seems like we're just naive of the world. Oh man! All right. Um, so yeah, I don't know. This one's coming out. There's still an Earth on the thirteenth, December thirteenth. What you what what are you you're gonna be in the midst of your tour? Yeah, uh December thirteenth tonight, uh as this comes out, I will be in one of my favorite cities, Mobile, Alabama. You ever I been do, to Mobile? I do like that Mobile. No, no, I'm thinking of Hattiesburg and I've been to Birmingham. Okay. I 
don't think I've been to Mobile. Alabama gets a bad uh, rep, and and sometimes deservedly so. You know, maybe with some of their politics or whatever. But I love the state of Alabama. But Mobile is, it's kind of its own thing. It's down, it's down south. It's on the Gulf. Yeah, where are you uh, playing in Mobile? I'm playing the Merry Widow. I did play that place in Mobile. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah it was great. I like Mobile. Mobile is kind of like uh, New Orleans. Uh, little brother they got the architecture it's still mm-hmm. like the, all the french wrought iron on yeah. the balconies and yeah, everything i love there. all that stuff so i'll be in mobile tonight uh, tomorrow i will be in another awesome uh southern coastal city savannah georgia which by the way uh gonna have to do we're some gonna talk about we're gonna talk about savannah haunted real soon city in america yeah it's uh often referred to as the most haunted city in america i'm gonna take some ghost tours uh, i've already got a Bunch of research I've done. Uh, some interesting stuff going on. Where, in you, where are you playing in Savannah? There, I'm playing uh, Barrel House South. Okay, and then uh, the 15th, I'll be in Columbia, South Carolina. Uh, love Columbia. Good group of comics. Nice little comedy scene there. Be doing Taps Art Center, and then uh, Atlanta for two nights, and then just on and on and on. So you're back in Atlanta? Yeah, I'll be in Atlanta the uh, 16th and 17th uh, at the Relapse Theater. Two nights there. And then I'm going to take a few days off, and then I'll be making my way over to Mississippi. I'm doing uh, Jackson, Mississippi, Columbia, Mississippi, Pensacola, Florida. Just I won't list them all right here, but uh, Dave Stone but the South. Head, yeah, heads up. DaveStoneStandUp.com. Yeah. yeah, so come out and see me. Uh, come see a show. I mean, all my tickets are like... Five to ten bucks. I don't think I do pay a little. Ever more. done a show pay more than, more than ten bucks? Well, I do. So, so now you're making well, me you're look like it. an asshole. No, no. I'm saying you're a, you're a name. You're a draw. I'm not. Yeah, a draw. it doesn't mean I'm worth it. I just <laughs> I'm just scamming the, the but public. But yeah, come see a show. Uh, definitely, uh, and come say hey. Say you know if you're if you're a listener of the Boogie Monster, uh, I, I want to meet you. I want to say hello, and uh, I don't know. Bring some. Bring some grub. Bring some snacks. Uh, Hell yeah. I don't think I ever mentioned this, but uh, I mentioned it, but I didn't mention their names. Uh, months ago, Birmingham, Alabama, um, I want to say his name is Lance Woodard. And, oh, God, what's his uh, girlfriend or wife's name? Jesus. Uh, I've met him several times. I'm so sorry that I don't have it off the top of my head. Laura Price. Laura Price and Lance Woodard. Uh, they brought me. I talked about it. They brought, uh, they brought Maker's Mark. They brought me Coors. They brought a Bojangles gift card. Piggly Wiggly t-shirt. Bojangles? Oh, my gosh. So so nice. More of that is what I'm trying to say. Uh, kind of They brought you some of the jangles. Yeah, bring me, bring me snacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, life on the road. Uh, now I'm going to really sell it. Life on the road's tough, man. You know, you uh, need more whiskey and biscuits and stuff. I'm but away no, from but, my but home. It's always... Uh, it's always nice. Uh, I'm gonna. Uh, you got me. I wanted to plug. Uh, take to the sky jewelry from yeah. Toronto, and I ugh, don't have her name up here yet. But I want to do that officially later when I get that okay. correct. What you got coming up? Um, I got no man. I'm done. You're done for a while. Take um, it. I'm done for December. Getting the fuck out of town. Yeah. Going to Utah with the missus. Oh, over Christmas or what? Uh, yeah, over Christmas going to Utah and then going to – I want to get my thing right that I'm about to – that I want to plug here. Um, yeah, Utah and then my buddy's having his second marriage in Jamaica. Oh, right. The, the great uh, – best way to do it. Second marriage, getting married New Year's, Jamaica. You want to go? I'm like, yes, yes, I'll go. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm going to do that. Um, I'm going to plug – well, first off, you're talking about people doing stuff. I met, I met uh, this fella – 
uh, Joshua Williams in Cincinnati, and he was very excited about the podcast, but also wanted to share a recipe. Okay. I'm going to tell this recipe out loud. I hope he doesn't mind. Uh, that's uh, Well Daggum on Twitter. W E L L D A G U M. Well Daggum. Oh, that's a good handle. And he said, here's killer cornbread. I'm going to say this, and okay. you tell me back what you think of it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Said his mom called it Mexican cornbread. I already like it. Okay. Two cups cornmeal, one cup flour, one can of cream corn, one small can of diced chilies, one cup of shredded cheese, and one cup of buttermilk, and mix till fully smooth. Bake on 350 in a muffin pan with a small bit of olive oil in each muffin space till it's nice and brown. Goes amazingly with a good taco chili. That's Josh Williams from Eastern Kentucky. He says, and you're welcome. And I will say thank you to that. Yeah, I love everything about that. Mm-hmm. I'm not crazy about the muffin pan when it comes to cornbread. You but, like make a, uh, make a full pan of it? Yeah, I like a cast iron skillet, but uh, I'll, I'll let that slide because those ingredients, uh, that sounds good. No sugar. I don't like sweet cornbread. Uh, I love some chilies or jalapenos and definitely some cheese in a uh, cornbread. Mexican cornbread, very underrated. Hell yeah, dad gum. Any kind of... Any kind of corn cornbread is just great. Good cornbread is great. It's easy to screw up. I I've had it where it's like dried out, yeah. which is a shame. Yeah, because then you can still taste the potential in it. But yes. you're like, oh man, yeah. it's like eating sand. When done properly, great cornbread. Ugh, love it. Oh, I. You know what? As far as all the breads, top three. Yeah, top three favorite breads. Is this worth? Is this another episode? We're at an hour twenty. We could probably do top. We could do an hour of top breads. <laughs> I will throw this out real quick: uh, fried cornbread fritters, um, uh, or, or fried fritter and fried cornbread. Technically, are, are two different things as far as the preparation. But uh, I like kind of a pancake style fried cornbread. Pancake style, uh, yeah. Right. Uh, just a, a little dollop. You get your you get your cornbread batter, pour it and, onto uh, a griddle, maybe. Pour it onto a grill. Just a little, a little dollop and get it real thin. Just a, a thin a pancake size, just Ooh. like a pancake, but cornbread. And to get those crusty edges. Ooh. Oh boy! Oh boy! Now, if we were to go forward with this bread talk, uh-huh. would like a <clears throat> would a pancake make it its way into the bread category i i like pancakes it's a, it's a whole different animal it's not a bread. okay it's, right. it's an entree right. well, it's well let's thing. save let's save it yeah we got a lot that's that like <laughs> we can go on i'm also gonna say i got back from tour and uh i said take to the sky jewelry that's the name on instagram but her name is aaron and uh last time i passed through toronto she had knitted me a scarf and wow. she had a very nice story about sometimes you just meet people that like they're they appreciate comedy and you know how it might get them through a tough time which i never think you know you're just out there trying to get laughs and you hope for the however long you're on stage people aren't worrying about stuff but then people listen and they feel better about it and she knit me a scarf and i I saw her in um she didn't make it to toronto so her and her fella came to ottawa to see me and she made me a hat and another scarf this time and she always includes some she makes jewelry and included some for Rachel, and it's all very nice stuff. So I'll plug Take to the Sky Jewelry, and you can find it on Instagram. Jewelry has two L's in it. Uh, and she makes real nice stuff. And uh, just a, a nice, a sweet woman in Canada that uh, that has come out to a couple shows and has had nice words to say to me that made me uh, 
uh, you know, sometimes you like you feel a little underappreciated. You know, you're a clown. You're a traveling clown. <laughs> and then somebody says something nice to you. And you're like, oh, yeah, you know what? I'm going to keep – I'll keep doing this. Yeah. I'll keep going. That's so I'll, great. I'll plug that. And thank you to Joshua Williams for the cornbread recipe. And uh, who's our comic of the week this week? Comic of the week, uh, one of my dearest friends – who just happens to be an amazing comedian, uh, Lisa Best. I've spoke of Lisa a few times on this podcast. Lisa the Best. Uh, one of my great friends. We've toured uh, so much together. We've done. We've had a lot of uh, a lot of road journeys, a lot of road experiences, both good and bad. Uh, but just a brilliant comedian. And uh, she's got her debut album. Uh, I believe it comes out this Friday, the sixteenth, called Brain Bank. And uh, I mean. I can't. I can't. I, sometimes I get in trouble because I, I speak long, too high. Long time, long time <laughs> friend though. She uh, she's like, yeah, just shut up. You're you building me up too much. But uh, I literally just one of the funniest comics. I'll jump in. Lisa Best, mediocre comedian. <laughs> Don't get your hopes up. Brain Bank coming she, out this just, Friday. Uh, really great. And I was at that recording. She recorded it at uh, Nerd yeah. Melt uh, Showroom here in Los Angeles a while back. Just a, a killer set. Yeah. Like, just. As you know, as a headlining comic, uh, there, you know it's hard to just just steamroll for an hour. You know, there's usually there's a lull. You got to deal with no, yeah, get, the getting, drop getting or, an un, yeah. an, an uninterrupted momentum. This was just a, a sixty minutes of fury. Yeah, like, it was it literally. It just she was relentless. Just mm. just destroyed. And I can't wait to hear the album. I mean, I, I saw it in person. So, so glad you did not use but, freight yeah. train full of beef <laughs> stew like I described last week. Comic uh, James Fritz's. Yeah, no, that was uh, Sturgill. Sturgill. Oh, Simpson Sturgill was, was uh, freight, freight train <laughs> full of beef stew. <laughs> Not <yeah>. a compliment. <laughs> but yeah, uh, anybody who's seen me on tour in the last year or two more than likely has seen Lisa because she has uh, done several tours with me. Uh, and uh, yeah, check out Brain Bank. It's out on um, uh, Comedy Dynamics. Okay. Uh, so yeah, it's uh, gonna be good. Hell yeah! Not out as we speak as it's released, but it, uh, December sixteenth is the release date, and you can find that on iTunes and wherever you get your uh, your comedy. Wherever you get your comedy, wherever you get your comedy. <clears throat> All right, via con dios, <laughs> eat pizza without pizza. ever pizza. Good. <clears throat> there's got to be like there's like, there's like eat pizza. Don't touch kids. Like, what if I ended it right there? How the bad would you feel about that? Would be another one. I was no. like, "Can you edit?" No, I, no, don't touch kids. I'm not. Uh, no, no, I said, "Don't touch that's kids." What I said, I, "I'm proud of that statement." What did you think? I said, "Don't touch kids." Don't touch the kids, creeps. The boogie monster.
Bye.